From the intuitive business coaching of Nancy O'Keefe comes business success with human design. Join us every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. to talk about how business owners are using their human design to create a business that aligns with their life's work, how they're wired to operate, and how they're here to serve so they can return to the joy of running a business that feeds their soul. There isn't one right way to conduct business, but there is one right way for you. Nancy has helped hundreds of business owners redefine success their way. Welcome. I'm Nancy O'Keefe of Business Success with Human Design on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. We're airing every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern. Listen online, on your mobile device, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. To learn more or for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network is the media partner for Omega Institute. And I'm so excited about today's conversation. Today we're going to talk about the stories we tell ourselves around business and how they limit our success. And my guest today is Carrie Rowan. She's an award-winning singer-songwriter and best-selling author, speaker, voiceover artist. She does it all. She's also a mindset energy coach, energy healer, and a mediation teacher. She has appeared on CBS, CTV News, Nesson, Coffee House Series, OM Times Radio, and more. Her captivating articles have been featured in Spirit of Change magazine, Physician's Practice, the Philadelphia Inquirer, and the Star Tribune, just to name a few. She's also been interviewed on numerous radio shows and podcasts throughout the country. And her ethereal voice, which, spoiler alert, you might get to hear today, and music spans the radio stations across the globe. Her music is on Pandora, iTunes, Radio, and Spotify, I like to call her a friend, and I'm so happy to have her here today. Welcome, Carrie. Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. We're going to have an interesting conversation today because you and I have spoken many times about how your work with stories and my work with human design really connect at a level that's uh, very interesting. Absolutely. I love that. There's so much synergy there between the work that we do. It's really powerful. So let's start out by talking about why stories are so important. Absolutely. I love talking about stories because stories contain so much about our lives. There's like a little microcosm of our lives, really. And we don't even realize how much our stories hold different pieces of information that we might that might not be readily available. They hold a lot of details about what's going on in our subconscious mind. And they tell a lot about our beliefs, right? Some of those hidden beliefs that are not really at our fingertips, ones that we might even deny that we have. So when we can really dig into this story work, we learn so much about ourselves and what's important. And that's powerful information because then we have the choice. Do I want to keep telling this story? Or do I want to change it for a new and empowering story? And that's what I love about this work. That is so cool because really, I mean, you've heard the saying, change your thoughts, change your life. Well, really, it's about changing your stories, isn't it? Absolutely. And the cool thing about our stories is we don't even realize how much they're not only affecting us. And the big piece that I think a lot of people miss is how our stories affect everybody around us. 
right? They not only affect ourselves because when we're telling a story, it affects our state of mind, but our state of mind also affects the stories that we tell. And this affects everybody around us, right? Because our energy is so powerful. Do we want to put out good feeling energy or are we, you know, are people walking away from us when we tell a certain story? So all this information is so powerful to wrap our hands around and decide, is this the one way, the way I want to keep living or do I want to change this? Am I in this stuck story? I've got to lift that needle on the album and, and, you know, move it forward so it's not stuck and on repeat over and over again, which is what a lot of people find right. that we all do. And when you think of stories, I mean, for, you know, many, many, many years back in the day, that was the way cultures preserved themselves and passed things down from generation to generation. So the stories that we tell are very important, not only to us and the people around us, but to remember what's come before and to keep Mm -hmm. and preserve those traditions and those ancestral things, really. it's so, funny that you said that. I, I love that concept, if I could just comment real quick. It's a, because that's how we learn, right? You have to, we learn through stories. I mean, think about the cave days. They're drawing. Stories go way back to drawings on the inside of a cave. And that is that's how we share information generationally. And then a song is really just a three-minute story. So it's all wrapped up together in the stories that, that go passed on through generation to keep learning. And like you said, keep that legacy going of who we are and where we came from. And the legacy can come from a positive perspective, or there can be some negativity in the stories, can't there? Oh, absolutely. And that's what I think we get into the habit. Stories become a habit, just like our mindset kind of becomes a habit. Our attitude, our way of living becomes this habit. And the same thing with our stories. They just go along with that. Um, And so breaking those habits and realizing it is really what my work is all around, trying to get people to capture those stories and say, hey, wait a minute. Is this story really serving me or is it not? Mm. So where do people come up with these stories that they tell themselves? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, they come from everywhere, <laughs> right? But a lot, of these, a, lot of, a lot of these stories are embedded in us from somebody else, right? So if you think about it, before the age of seven, we're like just a, a whole big sponge. We're just taking stuff in. That's the, the mind that we're in. That's, that's where our brain waves are when we're younger. We're just like this absorbing of a huge sponge. I think one of those ones from like under the sea, those natural looking sponges. We're taking it all into our brains. We're not deciding whether or not it's true. We're just taking it in. And a lot of our beliefs come from that. And the beliefs are what drive a lot of our stories. So becoming aware of that can really change your entire life. That's why stories are so powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. I know I've been around people, um, you know, in a social setting where the same people kind of get together periodically, and you'll hear somebody, there's always one person that's repeating the same stories over and over again. Usually they're not of a positive nature. Usually it's something that happened to them, and they, you know, I don't know, need to vent about it. But, you know, mm-hmm. these stories get you can see how they get ingrained in people and then don't they shape their life? I mean, they come from a perspective of that story. It has to really shape who they are and how they react Mm -hmm. to things. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. I mean, you've heard the old quote that we see things not as they are, but we see life as we are. The same thing with our stories. If our stories are representative of who we are, we're seeing our stories the way we see it, through our perspective, not necessarily the way it actually is. So 
So that's where things can go awry. Things can get misconstrued. Um, and if you look at some of the stats on these stories, I love Joe Dispenza talks about the fact that, you know, if you're ever in a room and you're with a sibling and a sibling repeats a story and you were in the same exact place at the same time with the same parents <laughs> and their story is like outrageously different from your story, how can that even be possible? You were both in the same room experiencing the same thing because that's because we see our stories the way we are through our own personal lenses. And that's how stories get distorted. And stories really, according to Joe Dispenza, are only actually when we try to retell a story of our past, you're probably dealing with maybe 50% accuracy. That's it on a good day. Wow. That is crazy, yeah. But I know what you mean because um, I have the uh, good fortune to be living as close to my sister as I've ever been in my whole life. So we as adults have shared stories. And like you say, we lived and grew up in the same house with the same parents and her perspective of what things happened, especially around my mother's cooking, is completely different than my <laughs> recollection. I, I thought my mother was a great cook, her not so much. <laughs> so it, it is, it's wild how, how people can just have such a different perspective. So, so let me just switch gears a little bit and talk about your book. Um, you're the author of a best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. So tell us a little bit about what made you write that book. Wow. Well, you know, it's funny. We're talking about family. A lot of this is based on my family, right? When I started looking back and capturing these stories, and it's all kind of framed around some of the stuff that my dad used to say, some of those little mantras that he used to tell us when we were little, and how those things played out in our lives, and some of the stories that I told about things that I wish didn't happen in our life, right? Because we all have that, and we all tell stories about it. And I realized I was feeling so bad about the events that happened, but then the stories that I was telling about it made me feel even worse. So this book is a culmination of me telling some of my most personal stories in an effort to show others, because we're all a reflection of each other, right? And when I reflect in my stories, you can see yourself in my stories. And that's how we learn best is through stories. So I share these stories to inspire others so they can say, hey, wow, she changed her stories. I can change mine too. And what makes the book super different and unique and powerful is that the book is interactive. So I released this during the pandemic, which was never my intention, but ended up being, I guess, exactly what the world needed at the time. So in my book contains my music. So when I'm telling a story about something that happened in my life and I wrote a song about it, you can just swipe a QR code right there at that moment and really connect to the emotion of the story that I'm telling. In addition to a meditation in QR codes for the five steps that you just mentioned. So all this together, I also have videos in there and teach people how to do things like um, EFT, tapping, energy medicine. So all these things make the book super powerful to really help people transform and get a real-life experience of what it feel, feels like to be interactive with my book and the author. It's really a cool experience. That is great. I really love that. And, you know, as I think of it from the human design perspective, I think about the stories that we make up about the big issues in most everybody's life. Are we lovable? Are we enough? Are we good enough? Self-worth, lovability, and being accepted and, you know, feeling seen and heard. Those are the big 
big stories that surround human design. And there's a lot of um, activity that we do to try and make ourselves feel better about those things. Being loved Mm -hmm. and accepted is huge. That's something that, you know, people will actually twist stories and, and tell stories that aren't even true in the name of being loved and accepted. It's such an important and, and powerful thing to be accepted by your tribe and your family, whoever that is. I mean, that too goes back to um, ancestral times, really, because if you weren't in your tribe and accepted and loved, maybe you got you know, booted out, and what did that mean? You weren't going to have food. You weren't going to have protection. It, it, maybe it meant mm-hmm. survival. So it's mm-hmm. really important to understand the, the real vulnerable areas where we tell ourselves stories in order to, one, feel better about ourselves, but also to be loved and accepted by others. That's very, very powerful. Absolutely. These are core needs, right, Nancy? These are the core needs of, of humans, is they need to be loved, accepted, feel worthy, be seen and heard. And so... I talk about this in my book, and it's so powerful because we do, we create stories to fill in the gaps in our lives, right? We, we create them without even realizing. Um, and a lot of times we create stories to get a need met. That is one of the things on my list of reasons why we create stories, because we all have those needs. We need to feel loved. We can't survive. A baby will not survive unless it's loved and touched and held. So we all have those right. human needs, and a lot of times we use those stories to get those very needs met. And so at one of the steps, I've created this five-step process that you mentioned, and I made it really easy for people to remember, so I created an acronym for the word STORY, S-T-O-R-Y. And the oh, what is it? Is, it oh, well, it's a secret. <laughs> the first one is... <laughs> Buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is your state of mind, and I already talked a little bit about your state of mind, right? You've got to learn how to manage that. But the second one is what I want to talk about right here because it's really pertinent. The second one stands for t- is the T in story for true intention. When we start picking mm. up those stories and looking at them and we say, okay, not, not all the intentions in our stories are going to be pretty, right? But, you know, you've heard of the dark side of the light chasers, the Debbie Ford book. So there's a dark side to our yep. stories, and that's okay because we all do this, whether we want to admit it or not. But when we can pick up that story and say, you know what, I've been telling this story because I want some sympathy, whatever it is or I want some love from this person, or, you know, I'm resentful of this person, so I'm going to tell this story and get these people on my side. There's all these hidden little reasons to make up a story. Right. But But there is a a real story, though. There really is a real story. And everybody has their own real story, and we can find that in your human design. And we need to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about finding your real story. So bear with us and we'll be right back. Are you struggling to build an abundant and sustainable business you love? Discover the three keys to unlock your business success with human design. Get aligned with your life purpose and your life's work. Get in the flow of success. Nancy O'Keefe, certified human design specialist, intuitive business coach, helps women peel back the layers of how they've been told to do business so they can build an abundant business that feeds their soul. Nancy knows firsthand that energetic alignment is key to success. She divinely designed her life and went from receptionist to company VP and on to founder, CEO of her own multi-seven-figure firm. 
Nancy's been coaching business owners for over 25 years to find their personal formula for success. Download your free report at nancyokeefecoaching.com. Can't seem to get in the flow of consistent clients and consistent income? People do business with people they know, like, and trust. How can clients know, like, and trust you if you're not showing up authentically? Discover your unique human design and attract the clients you were meant to serve. Nancy O'Keefe, Certified Human Design Specialist, Intuitive Business Coach, helps women peel back the layers of who they've been taught to be, to reveal who they truly are, so they can build an abundant business that feeds their soul. Nancy has been coaching business owners for over 25 years and is passionate about helping them to understand their divine design and their personal formula for success. Book your human design reading today at nancyokeefecoaching.com. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Your host, Nancy O'Keefe. You're listening to Business Success with Human Design, and my guest today is Carrie Rowan, and she was telling us about our five steps. Uh, You covered the first two, Carrie. How about number three, four, and five real quick? Sure, no problem. So the O, we touched a little bit about the O earlier because when I talked about O stands for the outcome, right? Like the whole begin with the end in mind. We don't. We have to take a look at what the outcome of our stories are. Like you're saying, is it positive? Is it negative? How does it affect my listener? Um, and then the R is for the reframe. Us coaches love the reframe. It's super transformative. And when you can gain a different perspective on your own story, because a lot of times our worst story is probably hidden in there, our biggest turnaround story. So I love the reframe. And the why of the step stands for you, the fact that you, lovely listeners, had the power all along. We just forgot that we had the power. We are conditioned in the society to give away our power, to keep looking for everything outside of ourselves, which is also the beauty of human design that we're going to get into. But we had the power, and we can learn to take that power back and realize that we have a choice to change this. We don't have to keep living like this. That's the most powerful thing in the world. Right, and a lot of times we're living a certain way because well-meaning parents and teachers and society, even advertising, has said, hey, this is great, you know, wear these, uh, this fashion trend and do this and be this. And it really um, is not right for everyone. Everyone is unique. Everyone is divinely designed with their own story. No two are alike. 
And one of the Mm -hmm. beautiful things that I love about human design and a reading is that it gives you that baseline understanding of who you are, what your purpose is, what you came here to, to achieve in life and do. And once you have that, it sort of opens up the possibilities for you and you can, it really helps you create a new story because you can see, you know, what your energetic DNA is like and you can take it from there. Now, we do that through a reading, and I had the pleasure of doing a reading for you. So tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about your experience with your reading. What, what was a big aha or something that you learned that you'd like to share with the listeners? Well, I loved that reading because it does. It takes all these pieces together, and it gives you an outline. You know, it gives you something to follow. And for me, what was so interesting is, because apparently I've been, you know, pushing against stuff that is not in my particular makeup, you know. So one of the things that I learned as a projector, um, which is what my type is, is that I need to wait for an invitation, which for me, I'm not a waiter. I have a lot of patience when it comes to a lot of different things, but I like to get things done. I like to go out there and get what I want. So for me to have to learn that, has really transformed my business in a super positive way. So that was my huge aha from that reading that you did, which was amazing. Um, I just really learned. There's so much. I could talk the whole rest of the time about the reading because it was so powerful. But for me, if you're looking for my one biggest takeaway, it was learning that about myself and how to own that in a different way for myself. Interesting. Yeah, because we live in a world, especially the world of work and business, which is, you know, really manifestor energy. It's about initiating, Mm -hmm. doing, get it done, get it out there, push, push, push. Everything that we do in business, as an example, is push-based. The way we do our marketing, Mm -hmm. we're pushing it out to the – and really – we're not designed to receive information that way, and most of us aren't designed to act on that information that way. We don't like it. Uh, many times people will say to me, well, I don't like doing sales and marketing because I feel like I'm, you have to do something that's not natural to me. It doesn't feel right. And people don't mm-hmm. always respond to the big, loud sales ads, you know, uh, ending tomorrow, buy right now. You know, in your human design, you can see that some people are just not wired. They need time to digest it, think about it, and make a decision about it. So what you say is so true, yet we live in a world where we sort of buy into cookie-cutter formulas that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, they work for some, but they don't work for everyone. And that's why I think sales and marketing especially feels yucky to some people. You know, they just don't enjoy it and some don't have much success with it because they're not Mm -hmm. following their human design. And you, Mm -hmm. as a projector, you are one of 20% of the population, so you've got some unique characteristics about you, um, but you also have the need for divine timing. You need to wait for the right invitation to be recognized. And if you push things out there the way we're all taught to, um, you're probably going to get a less than stellar result. Um, and mm. as a business owner, that can, that can be huge, right? You're trying to Absolutely. push a program out mm-hmm. there, serve mm-hmm. people with the knowledge and the experience you have. But if you're not waiting for them to be ready to receive it, you know, your efforts often go unnoticed, which is a shame. Because right. also as a projector, you have a special um, insightful energy. You're able to look inside others. You see their potentials. You see their blocks. You know how they can fix their blocks. 
And one of the other things about being a projector is the need to, you know, wait and make sure people are ready to receive the information that you have. If you just push it out there, it'll be lost. And sometimes you can push people away because they're just Mm -hmm. not ready to hear it. Have you ever experienced that? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course, because my mind works super fast. It's so easy for me to see what needs to be adjusted with that corrector, you know, that correction energy. So I have to be super careful, of course, especially with teenagers. I can't just tell them what I think is wrong or what they need. You know, it would really be better if you did it this way. You know, I have to, through a series of questioning, get them to come up with the answer themselves or when I'm coaching somebody, you know. It's really leading somebody along the path because I might be able to see it, but just like you said, they might not want to hear it or be willing to hear it. A lot of times the truth comes when, like you said, divine timing, not when somebody else mentions it to you. So um, I love to lead people down a path of self-exploration where they come to their own conclusions because isn't that more powerful anyways? Right, and that's really what you know, good coaching is all about. But sometimes exactly. it's hard. We, you know, we've got all this great information. We can see, you know, we're experienced. We can see what is going on for people, and we want to just jump out and tell them all about it. But that mm-hmm. can be a, the really wrong thing to do, so for a projector especially, but some of the other types too. So share with mm-hmm. us something else that impacted you from your business perspective. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that waiting for the invitation for me is, Super, super important. But also the piece that was set a little bit more subtle, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit more subtle was I'm here to lead. I'm here to be a guide for people, right? But I don't get to pick the people. So for me, that was like, wait, what? I don't get to pick the people. So again, it's part of the waiting, but it's a little bit in a more subtle way. I don't get, I can wait. I can sort of maybe entice somebody and be more of a consultative sort of a sell, if you will, um, and share with them what makes my products different and let them decide. But I don't get to decide who. I have to wait to be recognized. Somebody has to recognize what my gifts are that I bring to the table. So that was really huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that really can change the whole flavor of your marketing um, because if you put a lot of information value-added educational type information out there, the people that need what you have will see you and they will resonate with what you're saying and they will be attracted to you. That's so true. But unfortunately, you know, again, in, in the world of business, when we talk about sales, it's all about initiating. And some people just mm-hmm. don't have initiating energy. Only 9% of the population that are manifestors actually have initiating energy. So that works great for them, but not so great for the rest of us. And, um, you know, that's a challenge because we, you know, that's what we teach. That's what we teach is the right thing to do. Um, The other biggie, I think, tell me me what you think about this, is how you make decisions. We're we're taught Mm -hmm. that we should make a decision with a logical uh, progression of thinking. Uh, weigh the pros and cons, look at it rationally and logically, when in fact um, there are no decisions made in the head. All of the decisions are made in other parts of our body, and it's really about feeling whether it's the right thing, not thinking about it. If you find yourself thinking, you've already kind of said no to it, and you're just trying to rationalize why you should change your mind. 
But in your case, Tony. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, as Tony Robbins says, if you're in your head, you're dead. You know, yeah, and it's so true, right? Yep, that's really probably a negative, you know, um, it's a no, not a yes. If you're going up yes. to your head to think about it, you're just trying to rationalize why you should do it. But inside, you really feel like you shouldn't. And um, mm-hmm. in your case, there's a lot of different uh, types of authority. It's called uh, your decision-making authority. Yours um, comes from the spleen. It's splenic, mm-hmm. meaning it's a gut reaction. It's an, it's an intuition. It's um, sort of... Um, based in um, survival kind of mode. That's what the spleen is all about. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you know right away whether it's right for you or not. You don't have to think about it very long. Some of the types have to think about it a day, a week, a month. You know, it depends on the type. But um, Mm -hmm. many people who are um, emotional decision makers, um, they end up, they have the ability to make a very quick decision but often it's not the, the right aligned decision. So a couple of days, a week later, they'll be looking at things going, oh, my God, why did I sign up for that? Why did I say I'd do this? I don't really want to do it. And they end mm. up, you know, regretting or bailing, you know. Uh, if you've had people that were gung-ho about uh, your product and they purchased something from you and then, you know, a week later they changed their mind, those are the people that needed time to think about it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's not an easy, quick yes that, that stays pat for them. So yeah. has that aspect of human design impacted how you make decisions in your business? Totally has because I'm trusting my intuition more, right? And, and the thing that I learned about the spleen through this amazing human design that you shared with me is that it comes so quickly, right? So sometimes we second-guess that or we say, wait a second, is that really the answer or is that fear? And kind of just learning to trust that really quick answer because it only comes once. You're going to get it once. It might be a warning or it might be an intuition, a hit on something to do this or not do this. But to really learn to pay attention to that and tune into my body, like you're saying, because I can get stuck up in my head, you know, and thinking mm-hmm. about ideas. And, you know, we all do. We all do this, right? But bringing my, reminding myself to bring myself down back into my body and like this quick little meditation that I do it's just like literally an instant meditation where I put my hand on my heart and I can bring myself right back down into my body because that is where all the good decisions are made, right? We need to tune into, and because I know now that I'm a decision maker, um, it's also helped manage my personal life. So not only with business decisions, but also because I have a child who is an emotional. You just mentioned her. She makes decisions on mm-hmm. emotion. And you've got to ride those waves up and down with her. So now that I understand her type, I can recognize that if I have a client that's an emotional decision maker, she might exactly. just be so emotional about something. You know what I mean? Like you can apply it in every area of your life, which is why I love it. It's super flexible and it applies to everybody. So now that I'm understanding her type because it's, it's different than my type in a lot of ways, and now I know how she makes her decisions. She definitely needs more time to make a decision. She has to feel it. She has to live in the sorrow of whatever she's going through to pop back up to her happy spot again. Um, it's truly been eye-opening for managing all relationships in every aspect of my life. 
Absolutely. And uh, you're in my uh, new course that's in test mode right now. You were kind enough to agree to do that for me. And um, that's called Human Design 101, Unlock Your Genius. It's a real deep dive into your chart because I love doing readings and people really enjoy having readings. But at the end of the day, it's important to me that people can use this information to step into the highest potential of themselves and, you know, be in a position to really live life the way they want to and not the way somebody else decided it should be lived. So when you are able to understand your chart at a depth that goes beyond just a reading, you can start looking at your spouse, uh, your business partner, your children. You learn enough in this uh, beta class, which actually is going to launch for real in, uh, right after the first of the year, so that you can help to improve your ability to understand your family, your friends, your clients, and how best to serve them based on what they need as opposed to what you think you should do or what you've been told to do. So it's good to hear you say mm-hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm as, so as, much out of it. That's great. And, you know, as we dive into uh, the different energies in that class, uh, what did you learn about, you know, that human design body graph being almost a roadmap for you? Did that hit you in any way? Or? Oh, yeah, that was powerful. Um, for me, understanding, like, which, you know, where my energy comes from was really huge for me um, and understanding how I need to be sensitive to my energy type because I live with three people who are projectors and so, I'm sorry, who, they're um, manifestors. Um, so I have to be sensitive that I'm always pulling energy in from them. That was really huge for me to know that that was an energy center that was open for me, meaning I'm susceptible uh-huh. to other people's energy and I'm pulling it in versus... Um, one that's stationary. I forget what the term is, but... Mm-hmm. Um, defined, so that, yeah. Defined, yeah. So that was really huge for me to understand that because I always think of myself as go, 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 go. And I learned that I need to honor that energy system of mine. If I'm feeling tired, I need to honor that. You know, I notice that I get so overwhelmed if I stand here, I have a stand-up desk, if I stand here at my desk all day long staring at this screen. I can't do that. That just does not work for me. I have to get out. I have to get outside. I got to do something different. Maybe I need to rest. Maybe I need to meditate twice a day instead of once a day. So I need to be sensitive to the fact that um, I need to revitalize my own energy and be sensitive to that. That was like really huge for me. In addition to... Absolutely. You know what I mean? It was like... And also hearing... I've never been around all sorts of other projectors. Most everybody I know around me is a manifester. So your class offered this really special opportunity to connect with other ladies because it was all women in there that were projectors and hear their perspective and, and hear how people manage the energy in their own lives was is so, so valuable. I, I just, I love the group in there and I just love the connections that are made during class to share that information in a great environment. Yeah, th- we really learned a lot. I mean, one of the projectors in the group told us how she burned herself out trying to be basically an Energizer Bunny generator and to the point where she had to take three years of her life off to rest and recuperate and recharge her battery. She, was, she just fried herself. And that can happen with projectors because you don't have sustainable energy. You aren't an Energizer Bunny, but we live in an Energizer Bunny world. So... <laughs> 
recognizing when enough is enough is so important for people that are projectors and some of the other types as well. I mean, I was shocked. My first trip to Europe, we landed in Paris, and we drove to Normandy uh, where we were going to stay for a week, and uh, we got there right around lunchtime. We were starving. We had been flying all night, and there wasn't a thing open in the town. Everybody had closed up every shop, every restaurant, because in the middle of the day, they take a rest, just like they do in most of Europe and South America, Central America, because they recognize that some people need to recharge their batteries. They want to be with family, whatever the reasoning is. But in the U.S., we don't do that. We're like, go, go, go. First, it was 37 and a half hours a week, then it was 40, 50, 60, and, you know, now it was nothing to work a nine-to-nine day. I um, Mm -hmm. had my husband say to me, call me in the office one night and say, um, are you, you know, are you heading home? Are you about ready to come home? I'm like, uh, yeah, I just have a couple more things to wrap up, and then I'll be on my way. What time is it? He says, quarter of 10 at night. Wow. Wow. I I had no idea it was that late. And I said, wow. did you eat? Wow. No, I was waiting for you. I felt so bad. But oh, I really oh, had to watch that because I am a generator and I can go 24-7. But not everybody can, and I don't think anybody should. <laughs> so understanding right? your energy can, can be really huge, really huge. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I think absolutely. So, and, I, you know, people pride themselves on the busy thing nowadays. So I feel like to be able to wrap your arms around it and be able to make decisions for yourself, like you're saying, and understand your unique blueprint, your unique human design is going to help you in all areas of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I look at your chart and your life purpose, which is found in the sun, where the, the gate mm-hmm. the sun was in at the time of your birth, is gate 58, which is known as joy. And it's really about mastering joy, to follow um, what you're passionate about and repeat it and practice it and practice it until you master it because the joy is in the mastery. And, you know, that is just a perfect um, synopsis of like your music and how that's the the genesis of your creativity and you get at that by practicing and using your music writing new music and that helps you fulfill your potential and gives you great joy i would imagine um the other Mm -hmm. piece of your, your your purpose is to share that uh to share what's possible and to inspire others to think bigger and bolder. And we see that right in your chart. And again, music is such a great vehicle for that. Mm, it's just, absolutely. you know, right? You, you can it's see how, uh, well, mm-hmm. it's, you're, you're living out your purpose through music. That's really, really, really cool. I love that part of it. I love learning about the life purpose. And I mean, you know, my, my book is all about bring joy to your life. That's what I teach people is to live with more joy because I feel like that's what we're here for. We're not here to accumulate exactly. all the and work the 60, 70-hour work weeks. We're here for the joy, for the moment, for enjoying the people around us and for finding ways right. to tap what, into what, that. And, right? What, what's the point if we don't have the joy, right? What's the right. Point? What, what lights you up? You know, and for me, I was going down that corporate path. You know, that was what I did for 10 years. I, I climbed all the way up that ladder and I got to the top and I looked around and I went, Really? Like, I guess I thought it was going to be so different. 
And it was at that moment that I went back to what I did as a child because that's always pure joy, right? What did we do as a kid that lit us up? Nobody told me to go around and write songs and poems for people and get the neighborhood to kids together and create a musical for everybody. I don't know why I did that. Right. I did it because that's who I was. That was where I found joy. And you're exactly right. As a child, you know exactly who you are and exactly what you're here to do. And you live it out in the play that you do in the fantasy that you play. And um, mm-hmm. then, you know, it gets kind of beat out of us over the course of our life. But, you know, it's, it's a well-meaning thing that society tries to do to raise children. Mm-hmm. But often we, mm-hmm. you know, we take it a little bit too far. Now, we're going to take mm-hmm. another break, and I'm going to say that we're going to be very lucky to hear a performance by Carrie in the next segment. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Omega Institute, offering workshops, retreats, and online learning dedicated to awakening the best in the human spirit. For over 40 years, Omega has seen more than 1 million people come through its doors to grow, learn, and find a greater sense of purpose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
negativity my way Your words are creeping underneath my skin I'm learning not to let your darkness sing I'm gonna take it, take it I'm gonna take it back You don't have the power to bring me down I'm gonna take it, take it I'm gonna take it back You don't have the power to bring me down No matter how much I can do for you darkened clouds is pouring on the light that I have found I'm gonna take it take it I'm gonna take it back you don't have the power to bring me down I'm gonna take it take it I'm gonna take it back you don't have the power to bring me Whether or not to let it inside Whether or not to let it inside I won't feel good most of the time I don't have to carry what's not what's mine To bring me down I'm gonna take it, take it I'm gonna take it back You don't have the power To bring me down I'm gonna take it, take it I'm gonna take it back You don't have the power You don't have the power You don't have the power To bring me down Welcome back. We're here with Carrie Rowan, and we're blessed to have her uh, do a song for us. So, Carrie, tell us a little bit about the song you picked for today. Absolutely. So, today I picked a song called Take It Back, and it's a song that really celebrates the why in the story acronym that we talked about earlier, the why standing for you, you lovely people who now realize that you've had the power all along, right, just like Glenda the Good Witch when she said, when Dorothy's like, yeah. she said, you had the power all along. She clicks her heels in the red shoes. So we always have that power. But again, life just kind of brings it out of us over time. And that power to create what we want in our own life. So that's what this song is about. I never really say the word power. I just say take it back, but it's implied. You know what I'm talking about. And you can mm-hmm. listen to the lyrics, you know, which talk about, you know, not falling into other people's negativity and somebody else raining on your parade and, you know, listen to the words. And I think that you'll, you'll realize that we all feel the same way when it comes to this. But it's never too late to decide that you want to take that power back and do what you most want to do in life. Awesome. So let's listen to Carrie Rowan and take your power back. Wow, Carrie, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. 
It was great. So let's, let's talk a little bit about where people can find your music now that they've had a little taste of it. Can you tell us how people sure. can find you and your music and your book? Absolutely. You can jump on my website at carryrowan.com and you can find my book. You'll find the link to my book on Amazon. You'll find my music on there. I'm also on iTunes. But go to my website because you can find all those links there and you can find me on social media. And so my website is Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, Rowan, R-O-W-A-N.com. So that's carryrowan.com. So have a visit. I've got some great resources on there too and really nice, fun, free gift that's super insightful and it will actually take you through some of the steps that we talked about today if you liked what you heard. So thank you so much, Nancy. Well, you're welcome. I just wanted to bring up one other thing that we didn't touch on. Uh, in the past, you and I have talked many times about human design is awareness um, of what story could be. You talk about what your story is and how you can change it. So let's just wrap up a little bit with how can you change your story? Well, that's a great point. And it leads me right back to what we were talking about before, through the five steps. When you, the first step, though, in this work is to realize that we all do this, right? We all have these stories, and it's okay. As you start to capture your stories, I actually have my clients grab a little cute little notebook and carry it around with them because when you want to start writing down what those stories are, especially when you're in the stress mode, you've got to grab your arms around those stories that sneak out, the ones you tell yourself, those little insidious ones. You've got to write those down because once you start capturing those stories, you become aware, and that's what I love about this work. You become aware that you've been telling the story. But what is also important is to remember to have some self-compassion and self-love, right? Because you're going to go, why do I keep telling that story? Wow, I can't believe I've been telling that old, crusty story. But it's okay because we all do it. Because that's the way our brains are wired, to keep us safe. So we keep telling those stories, and like we discussed before, there's always a reason behind why we're telling it. So just get curious when you do this work. It's really powerful work. And what I love is once you start becoming aware, you can never go back to telling those stories again the way that you used to. And it's easier than you think to change them. So true. And I love what you said about the ones you tell yourself. Those are actually the most important stories, in my opinion, because you can mm -hmm. tell yourself stories that severely limit your potential and don't let you live in the highest expression of your potentials and who you came here to be. And that's one of the reasons why I love human design in terms of story, because getting that first reading, understanding your design, really getting into the place where you can see whether you're living in a lower expression of your potential or the higher expression, that helps you identify where you might be telling stories, especially to yourself. And that awareness is always the first step in any change. You can't change something you're not aware of. So I love mm -hmm. when people, I see light bulbs go off over people's heads when we're doing readings and they all of a sudden realize, oh my goodness, that's why my life unfolded that way or that's why this happens. This is why this is a constant theme in my life. Those are all awarenesses that you can get that help you see where you're telling the stories. And that, that seems pretty profound to me. What do you think, Carrie? It's so profound. And it's funny because a lot of 
a lot of the things we, we might know about ourselves, right? So we get a reading. There's a lot that we didn't know or there's a lot of aha moments. But like you were just saying, we know usually where we're stuck. We know we're telling those stories. We just don't know how to get out of that pattern, right? And so we recognize that we do those things. And that's also what, what gives them the biggest aha moment. You're recognizing that, you know what, I do do that. Oh, wow, and here's why. Oh, wow, and here's how I can change it. You know, to give somebody like a map of, of a direction of their purpose, their life purpose, which is really what we're all looking for. We, we need that in our life. We need to feel that we're contributing to, life, to the world, right? It's, it's a huge part of being human. And to understand what that is, is so much power, just like you said. It's power beyond, you know, your ability to sometimes absorb it all because we're not afraid of what we can't do. Right? Like Marianne Williamson said, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. It's that we're beyond, beyond powerful. We're powerful beyond. Love that quote. Love that. Yep. That sums it up for sure. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing to get a reading with Nancy, so I highly recommend it. Well, thank you very much. And I um, am happy to do a reading for you if you want to go out to my website nancyokeefecoaching.com. On the homepage, you'll see a place to book a divine life story reading with me. Learn what your divine life story is or could be. And once you've got that information, that's a great place to start getting familiar with your human design and starting to align what you do, the people you share your life with, the work, career, business, your relationships, all of that can start to align so that you're living really in the ease and flow of who you are and who you're supposed to be. Um, The course that we talked about, the the program, will be starting again um, after the first of the year. But if you're interested in Human Design 101, Unlock Your Genius, Unleash Yourself, um, we have a wait list for VIPs. If you want to join the wait list, We'll notify you when early bird registration opens up after the first of the year, and you can choose or not choose to do it, no obligation. But uh, getting on that VIP wait list will give you access to the early bird pricing and any bonuses that we offer first. So I encourage you, if you have any interest at all, to go out and sign up for that. You can find that at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash, HD101VIP. That's bit.ly backslash HD101VIP. Go ahead and sign up. No obligation. We will not spam you with emails. We will just let you know when the doors open for that program after the first of the year. So, Carrie, any parting words? Well, I am just so moved, and I love the way that our work really converges together. Um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful to have discovered human design. And I just love the work that you do with it. And I love how you can apply it to your work, your home life, you know, finding out what everybody else in your house is, what their human design is. That in and of itself is just, it, it's powerful information because it really will help you manage those relationships and have a better understanding to offer more compassion to the people in your life because they're just doing the best that they can you know, and and they're trying to find what their purpose is. So I feel like it's just a a wonderful way to bring more harmony to the world, and isn't that what we need most now? 
Absolutely. And then use it to craft new stories for yourself that help you evolve into your possibilities and your potential so that you can evolve and grow and live in the highest expression of yourself because there's no greater freedom than living in true, authentic fashion as you were born to be. You are uniquely designed and take advantage of it because that is where the ease, flow, and grace of life occurs. Thank you, Carrie, for joining me today. I want to thank everybody for listening in, and I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Join Nancy next time to discover how you can get in the ease and flow of life and out of business overwhelm with human design. Business owners spend a lot of energy conforming to the rules of business. Nancy shows us how to pursue your business based on who you were born to be and how you were born to serve for the ultimate success. To connect with Nancy O'Keefe, go to nancyokeefecoaching.com. That's nancyokeefecoaching.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.